What's going on, y'all? My name is Brian Sanchez, and welcome to Living the Magic. Coming back with another short-form video to get caught up on all these news stories and topics that I missed over the last few weeks while I was sick. So if you're not subscribed, make sure you are subscribed. If you're following on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that stuff, uh, make sure you're following along. But first and foremost, thank you for tuning in to this little discussion uh, it seems that this is a topic that pops up every couple of months, whether it's warranted or not, we'll dive into it, but the topic, of course, of Disney adults. It seems to trend every couple of months on Twitter with a story about something that a millennial did in a theme park that went viral online for, and then people start having a discourse about, is it okay for people of my age, you know, late 20s, early 30s, no kids to be going to theme parks, to be this obsessed with theme parks and these Disney movies and shows and characters and uh, all that kind of stuff. And it, it, it always ends up kind of unraveling into this like hateful argument that it's weird. Being a Disney adult with no children seems weird to a lot of people. And I fully understand why on the surface people might think that. I'm sorry, I have a five-month-old puppy who has been chill this entire time and the moment I hit record, as always, he is wanting to be involved in the process. I'm sure you can hear him jumping around. Hold on one second. If you're watching on YouTube, here he is. This is Brady. He is a five-month-old golden retriever. The cutest thing uh, ever, but unfortunately, kind of a pain in the butt sometimes. Say hi, bud. Cool. Thanks for crashing the podcast. If you're listening, I really do apologize for that one. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to weigh in on this topic. Being in a Disney, uh, a Disney adult myself, I understand that, yeah, I can sometimes come off as a little bit weird. Um... But I can also understand where some people are coming from with a few things. But um, really, like, to me, there's a couple of things that go into the mindset of a Disney adult that I think critics might not uh, understand. Uh, and I think sometimes we can overlook some of these things because the fandom kind of has a lot of overlap with other fandoms that seem to culturally be okay, but because it's applied to Disney... Uh, through the, you know, mechanism of a childless adult, it seems a bit awkward and weird. But maybe we can dispel some of those uh, in this little discussion. So the first and foremost, I think a big aspect of it for Disney adults like myself is nostalgia. Uh, most of the time, these are theme parks or movies, TV shows, things that we connect to our childhood, um, specifically you know, those really early formative years, you know, if you were lucky enough to visit the theme parks often or even just once as a child and it captured your imagination, most of the time that thing stays with you well into adulthood. Uh, and if you have the ability to, you know, manifest that nostalgia into a physical place or an object, a thing, whether it's collecting pins, park maps, t-shirts, ears, all that kind of stuff, you know, it's proven that we will spend hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars 
to recapture those feelings, even if it is a little bit artificial and it is just for a little bit of a moment, uh, for us to relive the memories with maybe loved ones that we don't have around anymore. I know for me, a big portion of what I love about the Disney parks and not just the Disney parks, but Universal and other theme parks are the memories that I have connected to my childhood with my grandparents that are no longer with us or that my aunts and uncles and people that I don't get to see, but once a year, it's been a few years since I've gotten to see them. Memories of them taking me on rides on the People Mover in Tomorrowland while my parents took my brother on Space Mountain when I was too little to get on it and stuff. Those are really important core memories, if you will, that really mean a lot to me. And riding those attractions, seeing those things, going to those places again brings me right back there and in some small way makes me feel like my grandfather is still with me or you know, getting the chance to ride Dumbo with my mom the last time that I went with my folks, just me and her in that Dumbo ride vehicle really meant a lot to me because uh, I don't get to spend as much time with my mom as I would like. Uh, so nostalgia is a huge aspect of that. Uh, escapism too. I mean, let me, let's be honest. The world that we live in kind of sucks. I mean, it's pretty brutal. It's very cynical. And these are places or these are films that you can put on for an hour and a half or spend a day or a week-long vacation where you don't have to think about any of that. And that is, I think, a healthy thing to be able to disconnect from that hot stress ball of a world that we live in uh, and have a place to you know, make it feel like it all goes away. And for millions of people around the world, when you put on a Disney movie or a Star Wars or a Marvel movie, or you walk into a Disney theme park, that is 100% the case. You can forget about all the craziness that's going on in the world and just enjoy yourself. Uh, Again, even if it is fake or manufactured, that doesn't necessarily mean it's any less real. Um, And then... Lastly, the thing to remember of why there's Disney adults that go to the parks and enjoy these things without kids is because it's a good product. You know, if you're into the kind of thing where you can go to restaurants and try food that you've never had before uh, or go see things that you've never seen in any other place, um, it's a good product and this is the place to go and enjoy and experience those things that you're not going to get anywhere else. So whether you've got kids or not, whether you're there on a big family vacation or if it's even just a solo trip as an adult, these are things that you're not going to see or experience anywhere else. The stories they tell in the movies are top-notch, pure storytelling in like the most basic and simplest form. Uh, And if that is your style and your interest, your taste, this is the place to go and get those things. So those are the things that I think go into the mindset of a Disney adult that maybe get overlooked or you don't think about on the surface. Um, Fully acknowledging that sometimes as a Disney adult myself, we can go too far. It's one thing to be a fan of something. It's one thing to be dedicated to following, you know, the stories and, and, and having it be so much a part of who you are, but there is a line where you can enter into the realm of obsession that can become unhealthy. 
if paying for Disney vacations and ears and lounge fly bags and food and all that kind of stuff starts to hinder your ability to pay your bills, take care of your health, take care of your family, take care of the other responsibilities in your life, 100% that is not a good thing. And there is definitely a balance that needs to be struck there. And yeah, the childless Disney adults like myself and my wife, yeah, sometimes we can go a bit overboard. We are booking a trip uh, for the end of this year that, you know, we can definitely afford. We've budgeted and stuff, but it has an impact on our financial ability to do other things. And it's just what we've chosen to spend our money on. And uh, we're not able to maybe go do other things that we would like to do, but we've chosen that we'd rather go do the Disney thing again, even though we've done it a bunch. Um, it is a choice that you make and as a balance that has to be struck between all those responsibilities and, you know, being able to hold up healthy relationships with others that may not necessarily be into Disney uh, and finding that balance. Um, and then, of course, a lot of people, the criticism is when they're in the parks, it's not even so much that they exist, but that the Disney adults can occasionally start to make it all about them and can kind of ruin the fun for other folks, particularly folks with families and children um, that have their experiences kind of, I don't want to say tainted, but like impacted by the choices and the things that the Disney adults are doing. And again, 100% understand that because as much as I love the stretching room monologue in the Haunted Mansion and want to recite it at the top of my lungs every time I step in there, I don't because I know at some point Someone in that room, that's probably their first ever time in the stretching room. And I don't want to become the memory that they have. And very oftentimes, the obsession of getting that Instagram pic in front of the castle, Disney adults can be a little pushy in doing that and can impact other guests' experience in the process. Um, I understand sometimes... Younger children will want some kind of a souvenir that is like some special edition popcorn bucket that the Disney adults, the eBay resellers and, you know, those kind of folks will come in and just buy all of them within minutes. And then, yeah, the child doesn't get the chance to have that souvenir or to have that experience. And yes, that kind of sucks. So keeping in mind when I am in the parks and when I go to these movies that it's not all about me, the Disney adult, enjoying it, uh, really is something that I have to kind of think about and I try to make sure that I, uh, you know, kind of spread that message to other Disney adults like myself because sometimes we forget that uh, and are not the greatest guests to be around sometimes when we're in the parks or we're in the theaters uh, or on social media, you know doing our thing. Uh, but the bottom line though, and this is really regardless of what your reason for liking Disney as an adult is, um, that I always find really, really strange that Disney adults tend to be the thing that kind of becomes okay to be picked on for, you know, being into it, uh, is that everyone has their thing that you can apply all these same logical reasons why you're a fan or interested or have a passion for it 
to just about any other fandom that we all in society deem to be fairly normal. The biggest one that stands out that has the same parodies is sports. You know, a lot of for a lot of people, you know, if you're a Boston Red Sox fan, there's a very good chance that the reason you're a Boston Red Sox Sox fan is because your parents were were you know Boston fans and your grandfather and your great grandfather and you know maybe you guys had season tickets and you guys used to go or maybe you just used to watch the games every Sunday, you know, and you'd root for the Cowboys and Dad would be in the backyard barbecuing and. You know, or mom used to always have a fantasy football team going and it just became a family thing. You know, maybe it's, you know, that kind of stuff. Comic book conventions, anime conventions, uh, you know, people collect porcelain dolls, woodworking. I mean, there are a myriad of obsessions and things that we choose to pass our time with that for whatever reason seem a thousand times more acceptable than enjoying the stories and vacation destinations of a company that has a mouse as their mascot. And that seems to be the thing that we kind of draw the line on and say, nope, that one's weird. Uh, I don't understand that, uh, but I fully understand that if it's not your thing, it can come across as weird. But the main thing here is to not judge folks for what they are into because they have reasons that they connect with those things and no one should ever be ashamed to love the things that they love. So those are my two cents on Disney adults. I've kind of ranted for a little bit longer than I had expected on this, but I'd love to get your thoughts and opinions on this sort of thing. So, uh, you know, if you want to share your thoughts Uh, You can get at me on Twitter. I am at your primo Brian. And then, of course, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can leave a comment down in the comment section below. Uh, Or, of course, if you're on the website, not very many people listening on the website, but if you are on the website, there are comment sections on the website. That's signalpointmedia.com. All right, y'all, that's going to do it for me today. Thank y'all so much for listening to the podcast, for watching this on YouTube. Make sure you follow and like, comment, subscribe, all the things that you're supposed to do so you never miss another one of the videos that I do here. Uh, I will be back tomorrow. Not sure what I'm going to talk about tomorrow, but tune in. We will be back with another discussion, probably something Universal related because, uh, you know, there's a ton of news that's been coming out in HHN. Maybe that's what we'll do. Some little HHN updates and talk about some stuff that we've learned about the new theme park coming at Epic Universe. So... Anyways, again, thank y'all so much for listening to the podcast. We will see y'all around. And as always, Kungaloosh!